Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's welcome. guest on Full Profits Podcast is Majilla Margaret Cowan. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Majilla. I'll take it. Majilla. Just stuff. Just life. Out here trying to, to combat this COVID, right? Did you take the shot? No. Okay. All right. I hope they don't see this at my job. <laughs> You run the place, though. <laughs> no, not my nonprofit. I have an actual job, like a part-time job. Okay, well, that's everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. Um, if you're taking the proper precautions, just keep your health, yourself healthy. You should be okay. And if there are underlining issues, you know, those are things that you may have to worry about. Nope. Um, my mom had COVID last year, and I lived there and took care of her. And you still didn't get it. Never. Not to speak bad about this situation. Right. However, do you see how they're promoting more of getting the virus instead of taking care of yourself properly? Of course. And then it uh, creates more division, right? As if there's not already enough. Because it's like pitting people against each other. Yeah, and I don't think that people should be... The thing about it is people are choosing sides. And I get that. Like, oh, you know, you got to take, you got to do this and the third. You got to take the, we don't, I don't, let's not call it that because I probably won't even be able to, you know, post this depending oh, on what happens. Okay. We have to call it something else. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the beer. <laughs> we'll just take it out. We'll just take the <laughs> Whatever. We, we have to call it something else. But, um, it, it just seems to me that there's a more of a promotion for people to believe that that is the only way when yeah. they're not saying they promote burgers and fast food the same way. Right. Correct. So correct. We want you all to eat this fast food, but we're going to make it harder on you to get fit and healthy by giving you fresh, wholesome, organic foods, like things that actually can. Because fitness you. and health don't make money. Not it really. doesn't. You know it does saying? make money if yeah, you're. Yeah, but not. But not the way they wanted to make it. And and that's my that's my problem with that situation. You yeah. know, so um I am in no way I am not what they consider an anti-beer person or anything like that. Right. But I do believe that, you know, health and wealth, health, 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 because health and wealth is a very big thing. It's a very big part of my life. It's a very big yeah. part of the people around me that do believe in taking care of themselves. Uh, mentally and physically first before resulting to anything on the outside. Um, there are different ways people should be out here taking care of themselves using ginger and turmeric and cucumbers and the right uh, green vegetables in your diet um, can actually help. And maybe there may be under underlying lying issues that may push this thing out and, and make it seem like, you know, you're, you're going to suffer from something else, but um, I just think there are other ways. That's just yeah. me, though. No one has to believe in what I believe in. I'm not right. saying that the uh, taking the jab or the punch is is wrong, but it's just something I believe. I think there needs to be more people looking in, in, into it. Um, I believe in that, too. I believe in more natural and holistic remedies first. I do believe that medicine has its place. It does. Um, but I also, I'm the one that's going to my um, natural dictionary first. Any kind of anything I have on, I'm pulling it out. Um, and then I'll try that. And then if it, you know, if it's worse or it's not changing, then I'll consult um, yeah. my doctor. But a lot of times the things in there work. 
so I don't have to consult my doctor. <laughs> yeah, and I've been I've been good. God God bless me. The universe, yeah. Allah, whatever you believe whatever in, whatever you believe, bless me to be healthy through this entire journey, and yeah. I've been okay. I've I've done the test a few times, and the woman told me if you ain't got it at this point, you probably won't get it. I'm tired of seeing you here. <laughs> Stop coming here. Yeah, she was just like, dude, have you you haven't had have you been going anywhere else? I was like, no, I come over here after work. You know what I mean? And and when I get tested, I go home. Like that's it. Like I don't go anywhere yeah. else. I was like, and when I am around people, I do wear I do wear a mask. Yeah. She was like, well, you 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 doing well because you ain't caught it yet, so you may it's a chance you may not get it. Yeah. And then I've heard it's for me. It's just so much. Um, there's so much around it on either side. You know what I mean? Um, so many discrepancies, can I say? Um, so you really don't even know what to believe. So at this point, it's just what feels right to me. So I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's so much, so much information and misinformation and all of this stuff. And everybody's a doctor and everybody's mama had COVID and this is what happened to her and all that, you know. So it's a lot. So how was the program going, young lady? It's going good. Uh, we actually had a baby shower for one of our moms yesterday. Um, so we do, you know, we do events every month. Um, so it's good. We haven't gotten any new money, but I'm in the midst of an ask um, that you had to be invited to a foundation here locally to be able to ask them for money. So that's kind of a big deal for them to even say, hey, let's talk and see if we can possibly help your organization. Um, so I'm in the middle of that. And then there's uh, two uh, organizations here in Memphis. Um, one has asked me to come do a Girl Talk series at their um, facility for, they deal with, um, um, they don't call them orphans. What do you call them nowadays? At risk? Well, they were like, they were once in the system. Like, um, you know what I mean? I can't think of do they, they don't call them, do they call them wards of the state still? I don't even know. It's like you it's some so many things we used to say, right? Nobody says them anymore. You're not supposed to. But anyway, they used to be in the child in the child care system of, of this state. And so they've aged out of that program. So that's just trying to help them navigate uh life between there and where they want to go. And so they asked me to come and do some sessions with their girls, well, the young ladies. So that's pretty cool because they sought me out. Like I've known them, I've done work with them, but to be asked to, for me for for people, for other people to consider what I say or do valuable, that's like a huge deal for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's um, a stamp. It's like people believe yeah. in what you do. Right. And so I'm going to start those sessions in September. And then I had a call on Saturday with a lady from another organization. And she wants to meet with, um, she wants me to meet with um, the CEO, well, the executive director, about making uh being a part of I and my sister's keeper, a part of their requirements for their program. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats so, on that. Thank you. Thank you. So everything is not always monetary, but you know, it's about getting the connections and um, having other people to be able to say, I value her work and I stand behind it. So that's this is very good, man. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy you. for you. This is, this is thank awesome you. to hear. I like this. I like this. I, I knew you would like that. That's why I said didn't tell you on text me. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad you didn't because now I get to say congratulations. I need to get down there, man. It's just too much going on. There's too much going right. on. I need to clean up everything. Everything just needs to be cleaned up so I can get away. Yeah. 
For real. But and I, I got a friend who if I leave, no plug. So people know if I leave, I may not come back. I think that's why people are trying. You're not gonna stay in Memphis. Not necessarily stay in Memphis, right. but <laughs> zero out of ten. Would not recommend. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it wouldn't necessarily be Memphis, but I'm loved. I'm loved of, of quite a few places, so um, it don't take much for me to to say, "Hey, can I come out? Come, come out? Can I come out yeah. there and hang out?" Man, bring your ass on, man. You so, should do that. What's stopping you from doing that? I just need to. I just need. It's just certain things. I just need to get out the get out the way. I need to get certain things out the way. And here's the other thing. Working on this podcast isn't just a podcast. Like people think okay. I just come up here and just jump on this mic and I record. That's part of it. Right. There are other things that, that go into this spending time, spending money, getting people on board, the scheduling with everything. Um, there's a new element that I want to bring to it. Um, okay. And I, will, I, I want everybody that I've interviewed to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like it's just so many things that so many ideas are writing down and, and the, uh, yeah. actualization and, and and fulfilling fulfilling everything plotting and planning everything to bring it into uh fruition so there are different things that are going on like once i started this i thought it would just be me sitting down recording right talking to people and getting out the way and that's not how this ended up working out so my brain my artistic whole part of my brain has just went off and said oh we should do this we should do that we should right. do this we should do that and now I'm just trying to incorporate these things and get people on board to be a part of it. Um, you will be a part of it whenever I get down there and so many others, Mike over in Cincinnati, like all that. Like, I just I just want to be able to document and, and show the works that that all mm -hmm. of us are doing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just what we talked about. Like, it's actually being done. And here it goes. Yeah, and people see it. Like, look, this, yeah. is, what, this, is, what, this is what we're doing as a community, yeah. as people. Like, this is what we're doing. So everything Definitely. isn't just when you hear a podcast, you hear about uh, uh, just negative things. I don't want to name nobody's podcast, but I just don't want it to be based right. on negativity. I want it to be not only about me speaking about sports and boxing, but the progression and the things yeah. and the foundations that are being laid down that people can get to see. And they get yeah. to see the, the works of the people um, in everyday life, you know, and, and I think I think that's something that the youth, as well as the adults, the that's adolescents, true. whoever it is, I think it's just something that they just need to see. They need to see work being done and they need to be inspired and motivated and know that uh, they can do it or they should continue to do it as well. So. Yeah, because we live in a visual age and I can tell you a thing all day long, but until you see it, you might not make the connection that needs to be made. So yeah, yeah, people. I totally agree with that. Yeah, people will be looking at me like, "Dude, how do you sit down?" And that's the other thing, like that. How do you do all that? You go to work, you do art, you do music, and then you do a podcast. How do you do all that? I said the brain, and I tell them all the time: the brain only does what you tell it to do. That's correct. Your brain will let you know what you can do. Your body will, at some point, shut down and say, yeah. "All right, you've had enough." But your brain will let you. It allow you enough space to not only say you can do it. But it'll give you visualizations of things that you can and can't do. That's and true. since I've been doing this podcast, it's just like, all right, dude, you can do that. You can do the music too. You just have to make time. It's just like I have to be able to switch gears when I'm doing yes. all this. That's where I struggle, the switching of the gears. <laughs> that's the thing that that's the only problem I've had because when I do a thing, I do that thing. So right. the, the podcast has now been a thing for 18 months. But yeah, 
I know he probably somewhere angry at me. Ethics. I know we got music on the back burner, but I'm gonna get to it, man. Just give me some time. But I, I get into the mode of doing that one thing. And if you tell me, hey, I need some time, I go, okay, cool. Do what you gotta do. And I go do another thing. Another thing. You yeah. know, and, and I I I ingratiate, I I I put myself into these things and, and I and I and I stay in them and I don't come up out of them until I, I, I get results. And once I got results, I just do more of it, you know. Yeah. But that's just me. But sooner or later, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all over, and ain't nothing nobody gonna be able to do about it, you know. So cool. I just I just about making time, and then yeah. not just making the time, but you know, uh, money for me as well. Like right now, because I've spent I've spent a, quite a bit of a lot of money on on doing this. Um, as pe- people think, it's very simple, and not ne- it's not necessarily working out that way. Um, you got to spend money on on different things to make sure this stuff happens. So it's just this and just life in general, like yeah, you know, moving and doing adulting. This. Yes, yes, that word, <laughs> that word. Adulting. I did. I, if if they would have told me it was going to be this, I probably would have been like, yeah, I, yeah, I keep that. Right, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I don't. That's what I tell that. my kids. Stay here as long as you can. Yeah, it's overrated out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I think so. Here's here's my. I guess, thought on that. You only want to be grown because you don't like where you are as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't think you, 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 you don't think your parents or parents knows what's best for you. So you can't, man, I can't wait till I get close. I don't have to do this shit no more. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there telling you like, well, shit, just wait till you get to this age. You will see. It ain't what you think. It's not. And you no. really just want to get the hell up out the way, right? So all the children that are listening, are- stay a kid. Yeah. Enjoy being a child. Enjoy being a teenager. Yeah. But for me, most of all, I'll say that I enjoy my 20s more, more than anything. Yeah. I'm going to write a book on my 20s one day. Say what? <laughs> my kids. I'm going to write a book on my 20s one day. And then my 30s. <laughs> my kids um, encourage me to do that a lot. I'm like, who's going to sit down? Though? That's my problem. Sitting down and doing that. My mom says if, if ADHD was a thing when we were kids, I would have totally had that. So like sitting down and doing one thing, uh, I don't know. It seems like a daunting task. So that's the thing for me. I was thinking of, because I do hip hop music, I was thinking of doing either the music or the book. And it would be called the book of Matthew. Mm. I would like a hip hop book. It, it, you know what? It would just be. That would be cool. I could either do an album. Yes. And then just have like different parts of family members and things that I've done along the way and things that people didn't really know about me or expect yeah. to know and just have them come out, you know, and then have people speak on me like, hey, this was a group of people I ran with at this point in time, or this is who I am at this point in time. Because they say no person lives one life. They always have a, a second or third life that they have. You know, and there are certain things about me. People um, over the last few years, they've been finding out like, dude, you did what you were around who? And it's just right. kind of like, well, you you kind of knew it. You just didn't know it because I never pushed it, you know, and I kind of yeah. kept things out the way. But, yeah, I think it'll be called the book of Matthew. Or the book of O is going to be one of those. Depends on where you want people's minds to go, right? Because the book of Matthew is going to make some of us go to the to the bible well it's my name though it'd be right? your bible no no of course yeah no, no we're not saying and that it'll be all. my bible that's what i'm about to say so you could 
the book of O gives me more of a gives me a more mis- it's more mysterious too. it is that's why i like it as well right that's right and yeah. it sounds like i'm casting spells or some shit <laughs> it could go all kinds of ways yeah. yeah i'm down for either one i'm down for either one do you have you started writing on it no No, you you don't like pin down notes. Do you have a journal? Yes. Oh, I'm a writer. I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be an investigative journalist pre-children. Um, so I I love to write. I I'm good at writing. I'm the person who writes that five page paper like two days before it's due in class. Because you're just that good just, at it, huh? It just pours out of me. Plus, when you learn your professor, you kind of know what to tell them anyway, right? <laughs> I'm good at people. So I'm like, oh, she likes this because of other things I wrote. So I know how to write. When is your birthday? October 1st. Are you a Libra? I am. Uh Uh Aha. Aha. What is uh (laughs) aha? So Libras and me as a, I don't know. So people that are listening, I'm probably wrong, but I know Libras and Cancers have similarities as Mm. far as character, intuition, and and art artistry like we have we have those things as similarities so i get it yeah I get um it. i have two cancer children Ooh, and they're girls <laughs> and they're girls and they're girls yeah yeah so what they do say about cancers is that cancers are emotional i am not that emotional though and the only time i spend my time on emotion is when i am very passionate about something that I, that I want to speak on or if you have violated you know and offended me and then I'm in a mood to do something about it so but that's still emotion right that, that's what I'm saying though those are the only times those emotions come out you're also an older person and you're a man very true <laughs> so the so younger me that, that more adolescent me would be more emotional probably yeah yeah you learn how to check certain things because like you said, sometimes it's not worth the emotion we expend. Uh, but you had to learn that. Yeah. And then for them, too, they are probably figure. How old are they? 17 and 21. 17 and 21. So there's a part of them that is very intuitive and almost like an empath. They can mm-hmm. tell when people are telling the truth and lying to them at the same time. But you have to learn to trust that. You do. You do. You have to learn to trust you it. Do. You do have to learn to trust it. And sometimes it can be a little foggy because yeah. you may yeah, rush. Sure. You may rush the, the 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 vibrations or the energy mm-hmm. that you're getting from people. But it, it there are times when it's. I don't know. It, there are times when it's just going to be very correct. It's going to be a hundred percent, a thousand percent correct. There are times when when that vibe, yeah. that intuition will kick in. That energy will be a hundred percent correct. And the majority of the time, when I ignore it, it's like, damn yeah. it, you knew it. All the signs were there. You knew it. You can recap everything. Like, these are all the things that led up to me knowing before this happened. And I still did the dummy. And you I still, still did, did the dummy. dummy. I'll give you an example. It's a really quick one. Um, I want It was probably seven years ago. I was dating this guy, right? And um, we had a dinner at my house for his birthday and I had been at his house the night before and I left my planner. I'm a planner person, like the kind that you write in. 
And I had something I needed to do the next day. And I'm like, where is it? Where is it? And I'm looking for it. And I was like, oh, it's over his house. I'm calling him, calling him. He's not picking up. But he's my boyfriend, right? So I'm like, I'm just going to go over there. If he's sweet, he's going to have to understand like I needed my plan. He knows how important these things are to me. Matthew, I'm driving over there. And I just get this. I don't want to call it a sick feeling. You know, you start feeling nervous or anxious. It's a feeling like in your you, gut, like it turns. Yes. Yeah. And I'm dry, And the closer I get to his house, the worse it becomes. It's like intense by the time. It's like I the pull. stomach goes empty or something, huh? Kind of like the kind of get, you know, when you ride a roller coaster yeah. and you do that drop. Yeah. It's like having that kind of. Yeah. And the closer I got to his house, the more intense it got. I get over there. You got a girl over there. <laughs> But that's when, like, I had, my mom has always told me to go with your gut. She was like, your, your gut is 90% right. Go with your gut. She, you know, your mom sees things in you that you don't see in yourself. And she always told me to go with it. But we don't live in a society that makes it easy to do that. You get what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like, what I believe might not be, might not be the popular opinion. Or what I feel people, it might make them uncomfortable because they don't understand it. So you kind of like shy away from it. But when I, that day is when I was like, okay, babe, <laughs> I hear you. I see you. Yeah. I'm leaning full on into this thing. Yeah. And I think the more you use it, the more, the easier it is for you to decipher. Yes. The fog clears. Yes. The fog clears a bit. Yeah. Yes. Cause man, it, I, it's, it's times when it's been so clear It'll be, it'll ring in my ears, or it'll be yeah. it'll be that emptiness in my gut, like and it'll turn, yeah. and it'll be like, yo, this person, no, or yeah. or yeah, or hey, this person is okay, but you're gonna have to watch them. Yeah, you have to watch yeah. them. You be know, careful. certain things. Yeah, even like for me, dating, cause I I I date, so for me, dating, like I can I pick up on things. Yes, pick up on it. It makes it so hard to date. It does. It, it makes it very hard for me to date because it's like yeah. I know what this is and I know that I know where this is going. I know it's about to happen. And even at the times, again, because I even though I trust this intuition and this empath, this empath ability, even though I trust it, I, I have to go. I tell myself, well, let's just see <laughs> if you could be wrong. Right. Well, and you know, the, you're not. And every time I push past it yeah. to see if there was something else different or if there was something better, I've always ended up back where I started from. Yeah. Always. Always. I can definitely relate. For sure. You can't unsee what you already saw either. Yeah. Do you ever get like, I, for, for us, we can have this conversation because the door is open. Now, do you ever like see things like? like visions of people or they're like it'll be like a flash of a person that you're dealing with or someone that, like a friend or something and it'll be like yeah I, mine is like dreams though mm-hmm. I have dreams that seem so real to where I may have a conversation with you and be like man I told you that and you like no you didn't but I dreamt about it uh-huh. you understand what I'm saying yeah. and it was so clear I'll give you another example my best friend she was doing some 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 things she shouldn't be doing and I called her and I'm like, girl, you won't believe the dream I had last night. And I'm telling her about it. She's like, oh my God, Mark. And so a couple of days later, she called me. She was like, okay, so I was with him. <laughs> and I, so the dream was not, of course, the actual act, you know, activity of what she was doing, but the dream was telling me, you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. What was going on? And she's like, how do you do that? I do that a lot. 
So I guess it's not vision, but it's like dreams. Yeah. It'll come to me in so other ways. I have had, I guess you would it be clairvoyant dreams? I've had I those, so. but it's mostly like flashes of things that are happening and I can boop, 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 and I pick up on them. Boop, 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 and I can just like feel what's going on. Um, right. An example of the dream, and I probably, I, I'm just going to tell it because I, you know, I'll just say it. All right. So it's nothing bad. Okay. So my nephew's father had been dealing with uh, pneumonia for like mm-hmm. a month and a half. All right. Mm-hmm. This is some months ago, about, about March or April. He was dealing with uh, pneumonia. He was in the hospital. He was sick. He would get better. Then, you know, he would go back to being whatever it was. I'm not quite sure because I wasn't like involved in the uh, conversations right. and everything. I stay out. I stay out the way. That's me. I just stay out the way of everything. All right. So um, all this is going on. People are going back and forth from the hospital every now and then. My sister will update me and let me know what's going on with them. One night. I'm having a dream and he's in the dream. All right. Well, what happens is me and my sister go to this house and it's the house where him um, and his family are. And we're there. We're hanging out or whatever. And, and my sister tries to leave me because she knows everybody in the house. So she's like, well, I'm going to go talk to everybody. You, there goes Bobby right there. Right. Say hi to Bobby or whatever. So as I get ready to approach him, all like this, this rush of people go, go pass him by him. And it's like a gray mist, a gray mist of people. And I'm trying to look over the crowd of people to see him. Right. And when I see him, we nod and we show each other respect. And he's like, what's up? And I throw the yeah. peace sign up to him. He's like, what's up? And he gave me a smile. Give me this real big smile. So I'm trying to get through this rush of people. And they're like, you can't pass. I'm like, yo, that's that's my uh, nephew's father. Like, I'm, I'm trying to right. get to him. So they're like, you can't pass. So when I look up at him again, I'm like, yo, what's going on? And he nods his head at me. And he smiles again. But as he's doing it, my nephew walks up and was like, uncle, you have to pay have to pay me attention look at me uncle look at me and he's like tugging on me i'm like man I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to your dad like i'm trying to get your dad's attention he's like no you got to pay attention to me all right okay i wake up that morning sitting on the edge of the bed because it was very very real it was more vivid mm-hmm. than we are right now yeah and i sit sit on the edge of the bed and something says wait just wait for a message and then my sister texts me and says that bobby died wow that very next morning. Wow. I've only, I've had those four or five times and right. they've been, they've been accurate, super, super yeah. accurate to what's about yeah. to happen. How does that make you feel? Weird. Super duper oh. weird. Cause I called off work. I called off work. I was like, yo, I don't like when that happens. Yeah. Cause you, I, and then it, it, like, it puts me in a really, it puts me in a surreal state in a surreal state of mind. Cause it's like, why am I able to, to, to see that, but I can't do anything about it? Yeah. And for me, a person who was raised Christian, right? It's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like we're taught not to do or partake in certain activities dealing with spiritual realms and things like that. But it's like, if I have this gift, I believe in God, I'm a Christian, right? But if I have this, it came from him as far as I'm concerned. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, how could it ever be wrong if, oh. if it was given to me? 
So I think what my man, what what my, what my man said the other day when we did the podcast, or it's coming. I think it came out, or it's a new one that's coming out. He said we are um, governed by a group of rednecks that never grew mm-hmm. out of being a redneck, right? So even mm-hmm. the people that gave us this right. thing of Christianity or whatever, they had a redneck think uh, state of mind, state of thinking, right? So yeah. at one point they told us voodoo was wrong but voodoo yeah. is the essence of where all of this stuff is really just right. coming from right vodan right. that's the actual yeah. that's santeria all that that's where it's coming from so what's actually really wrong with tapping into something that seems to be accurate at least as far as i'm right. concerned like i don't i don't try to tap into it i've just embraced it and it just happens it, yeah, it just it just, com- it just comes in and flows with me and i go all right cool and it'll, it'll, it'll tell me, hey, this person is all right, but that person, watch that person. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not even saying I disagree with that. But I know there are a lot of people who grew up like me who have at one point or are still currently feeling conflicted about certain things and dealing with that spiritual realm because of things we were taught, right? Yeah. So so that's that's even why I said what I, what I said. Because I'm not even going to act like I don't even still, I don't want to say struggle, but for lack of a better term, battle with it um sometimes just because stuff that you're taught is so deeply ingrained in you even if you believe differently it's hard to come out of something that you've been taught to believe your whole life yeah but at the same time is the other part about that is is you believe in the father son and the holy ghost the holy ghost is the spirit so if a person is being led by the spirit no, I agree with you completely. You gotta give me, give me some space to operate over here. You know what I, I agree mean? with you completely. And then I think it's like with most things, right? There's good and bad to both. So it's what you choose to do with these gifts and abilities or these spirits that you're tapping into. It's, I think that's where the problem lies, but it's been made to be something else. So we just don't tap into the power we already have within. Do you know the thing that bothers me the most, though? as accurate as this, the feeling, this, this empath ability, the clairvoyancy, whatever it is, is when I'm telling people not to do shit and they do it anyway. And this is like, why am I even talking to you anymore? Well, they don't believe, they may not believe the way we believe. They might not know it to be true. You know what I'm saying? Accurate every time. And you know, that's the other thing about it, right? Because it's not physical, it's not tangible evidence. Exactly. They don't see it, but it's like I'm telling you shit that I pick up on all the time. Yeah. 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 Yes. I pick up on it all the time. I listen, when it kick in, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And then a lot of times, do you ever find yourself like just not saying nothing about it because you don't want to be that person? Yeah. Yeah. Or, 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 you could be out with people and me, I zone out. Like I, I, I float away. I float away. Yeah. You know, they, they, they say I'd be off. I'll be off of stuff, but I don't like, I just float yeah. away sometimes. Cause I be, I feel, I get the vibe and I just ride it. And they'd be like, what's wrong? I'm like nothing, man. Ain't nothing wrong. Like I just had a moment to myself. And then they'd be like, you, everything good. I'm like, yeah. But like, right when we get a moment to ourselves and there's something about a person there, I'm like, Hey, I'm not trying to talk dirty about nobody. Right. But I think it should be known that this person right here, man, we got to be careful. We should right. be real right. careful about this person. Yeah. And I don't really think, I think it's, I don't think that it's people don't believe, especially those close to us. Like you said, like, you know, 
that when I tell you things like this, it's it's right. It usually comes true. They don't want to believe. That's like if I'm telling you about a woman you're dating, but you really like her, but I've picked up on something after being in her space. If you really want to like on this person, how easy is it going to be for you to believe what I just told you, even though you know that I'm usually right? It, it, it it's it's a motherfucker, ain't it? Especially <laughs> when you have feelings for a person. That's the time exactly. when you're really blinded. Exactly. It's just like, yo, I'm attracted to this person. You know, like how do I just up and vacate this space I'm in when I really like them? But in the end, when them feelings are there, man, and, and some someone is using that intuition to, to talk to you a certain way, it'd be it be on point. It'd be on point, man. I know yeah. um it, it did that with me about a, a, a chick that I was dating. And it was like, yo, she, she's bad for you. No, you know, it wasn't even that it was bad. What it was saying was that this isn't going to last. That's what it was telling me. Yeah. Like, hey, not, it's not going to last. It's short term. Yeah. It was, like, it was telling me, hey, um, enjoy it. But but get ready. Like, start start moving forward. Get, get ready get to attacked. move forward. Huh? Don't get attached. Yeah, don't get attached. It was telling me, like, get ready to move forward because you're enjoying it. Like, you, you're having fun. But this ain't it. Like this, this isn't long yeah. term. Yeah. And over time, as I'm getting myself together and getting things in order, I just started watching it. And then the yeah. other part was like, she's not good for you. Like, this is it. And I was like, all right, we gone. We gone. Okay, let me ask you a question. Since you are yourself an empath, do you often find that in dating other people? Do you feel do you feel bored with them easily? Or do you feel feel like you're? I don't want to say smarter than them. <laughs> it's but, not smart, um, but I do get bored. Um, yeah, okay. And the only thing about me being bored is I don't want to put so much on the table, right? And mm-hmm. then so little is given back to me because I've done it already. So it's like I'm only. I don't want to match you. And we go back and forth because that's just yeah. so obvious. But I, I, I want to do enough to make it fun and exciting and spontaneous as we go along. But there, yeah, I'd be bored, man. What you just said, though, is oftentimes I feel like I'm pouring so much out, but you don't have the capacity to reciprocate the outpour of energy, whatever it is that I that I am pouring out into you. Yeah, I, I and. It bo- that that does bother me is because it's like all right I'm about to do I'm about to do this I'm about to do that, um, but then it'd be things that for me morally and like discipline wise like I just can't I just can't accept or I'm just not gonna yeah. go along with, and when I say that it seems to be not connecting with them or they're like well fuck it if you're gonna be with me that you're gonna have to do it this way. It's like, no, I'm not going to do it this way. I don't don't owe you anything and I don't have to be here. Yeah, I I don't. So I'm I'm just going to get out the way of this whole situation. Can you please understand the blessing that I am to your life? Can you please do that? Yeah. Yeah. And and it's have you ever been with someone that mentions like because I dated a girl like this. Right. And she would always mention like the, the famous well, not the famous, but like the athletes that she's dated. You, you ever oh, had that? Yeah. Uh, that, you've lived in Memphis. Yeah, I have. <laughs> shout out to it's Memphis. been a while. But a lot of people shout out. You know, this is where I live. But it's, it's a different type of vibe down here. 
a, a lot of people seem to be on that wave. I know this person. I went to school with this person. Like famous people. I don't even be knowing these people because I don't listen to rap. I don't watch reality TV. Like, I don't. But, yeah, there's a lot of that. Not necessarily that I dated famous people, but that I know or I'm associated with. So I dated a, a young lady. And when we would be out, anytime something was going wrong, she was like, you know, I could be with such and such instead of being with oh. you. Well, you should probably definitely do that. So the first time I said nothing. <laughs> the second time I made a note like, all right, the next time she do it, I'm going to cut her up. Right. The third time it happened, we were out to eat. And people know if you know, know me, you know, I love Latin food. Like I, I love mm. Latin food. So we're out and at Latin a, women. A, we're at we're out enjoying some Latin cuisine at a space at, at a place of my choosing. The people are familiar with me there, oh, right? And she says the same fucking thing. I don't have to be here. Blah 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 blah. I could be out hanging with such and such and such. So the hood in me came out. I was going to use another word. But the hood in me came out and it was just like, well, bitch, if you if you if you can, why the fuck you even here then? Why are you even here? I was like, yo, you keep bringing up these motherfuckers from your past or people that you've been dealing with. Why don't you go hang with them instead of, right. instead of hanging out with me? Apparently, no motherfuckers don't want your ass around. Right. Your dumb ass. So then, like, I, I started going in. You snapped. Yeah. And then I started cracking jokes. But I had to crack jokes because I realized I was about to be negative. Yeah. I, was like, I don't I don't want to be completely negative. So I started cracking jokes about it. I can't believe that you would just offend me like that while we out hanging out. Like, motherfucker, you have offended me three times with that. You've done yeah. that three times. That was the third time. I was like, it ain't gonna be no more. Good, because I, yeah. I, I I don't think there's gonna be any more. I don't any more of us either. So like, motherfucker, leave. I I listen for anybody listening. I enjoy <laughs> my time and space by myself. Yeah, wholeheartedly. Right. 90 something percent of the time I am enjoying this. The other percentage is spent dealing with family, being around family, loving my family and then friends. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to be around no knucklehead or idiot at all. Yeah. So when she was saying that, I was like, I I enjoy my I enjoy my time. People don't realize when you're alone by choice. It's not because no one wants to deal with me. It's just because. I'm okay being by myself. And it, it you, from, from what I was told and what I've experienced, people that are alone by themselves are very, very fucking strong. Like you get a lot of people that make great things because they spend time by themselves and they, 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 they're able to fashion what it is they want. They're able to see yeah. things a lot clearer. And when she was saying all that stuff, I was just like, man, you know what? I don't, I don't desire this to go anywhere else anyway it ain't like you added any value to my life i bought you around my family they was looking at you like who is this bird head ass bra right here so um i was so i was so fed up with that situation and ready to get up out of there that i was so glad when that ended man and like the the waiter came over it's like uh it was like are you okay she was like oh are you all right i was like i'm good man like this motherfucker over here telling me about some other dude i don't give a fuck about it's like if you if you want to go, I'm like go be with him then, go be with him. Bye. I'm not even paying for my half of the. I'm like you don't pay for shit anyway. Get the fuck up out of here. So I just I just and then like people were looking around and like the manager came out and asked me was everything okay. 
Like, oh, so you made a scene. <laughs> only because that was the third time you she, that, yeah. that had been done. And I partially felt comfortable where we were because I've been right. there. You know, I've been there a couple of times. Well, nobody gonna call the cops. Yeah, so like they they knew who I was, and it was kind of like, well, if he does blow up, it has to be something wrong. Yeah, you know, exactly. and let us check on him before we get the police or anybody else involved. Yeah, so. but yeah, she had did that. And I was like, how do you? What? Like what? I don't I don't go around bringing up like models or people that I've I've dated. Like I don't I don't do that. There's no there's no point to it. No like, I could be anywhere. Like, I don't have to be here. I could be hanging out with this football player or this basketball player. Like, bitch, obviously they don't want you around. That's why you're here. Right. And ain't to say that I'm I'm the worst of the worst, but you probably are. <laughs> you're giving some strong indications that you might be now. Jesus Christ. And and here's the thing about her. My family, yeah. when they saw her, they were like, because they got, they picked up on it. Like, no. Yeah. No. No. I was like, damn it. And, you know, I'm trying to enjoy myself, you know, get my juice on and everything. It turned out they, they was correct the whole time. The family be known. Family be known, especially when you got old school down south, pick up on vibes, got that intuition and empath ability too. They they get it. Yeah. They get it, man. They get, even my little cousin was like, nah, cuz, oh, don't bring her around. Yeah, no that's more. not the one. Yeah, they was like, don't bring one. it. I ain't feeling that. Like, don't bring her around. She, 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 she seems off. And she was. Super off. Super off. I was so glad when that shit was over. Let me ask you a question. What music are you listening to? Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I totally love gospel music. You said what? I said I totally love gospel music. So you're um, a big gospel music fan. I am, and I also listen to what my whatever my kids are listening to. Aside from like, I actually did listen to Rod Wave with my daughter. I made her put on the um, clean version for me because okay. it, it gets a little vulgar. And I was like, okay, it's not bad. It's not bad. But I'm a person who listens to stuff I used to listen to. There is not very much new music I listen to unless it's by an artist that I have already been following. Um, so I'm definitely not. As much as I like music, I guess I wouldn't be like a music head because I don't like keep up uh, with a lot of the stuff that's Were you always big on Christian music? I was. I was raised in the church. So. Okay. okay. So, yes. Did you ever like Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was a teenager in the nineties. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. yeah. No, no, no. So, no. I don't only listen to gospel. But what I was saying is, any R and B or it's older, like okay, gotcha. Raj, SWV, gotcha. even that type of rap from back when I was a teenager. Because like now, I really don't know what anybody's saying or talking about most of the time. So I listen to what I've always listened to. What are your favorite groups or songs in the 90s? Ooh. Now, we'll say songs instead of groups. What are your favorites? It probably would be easier for me to say groups, though. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll go that route. Um, I'm a big fan of TLC. I know way more lyrics <laughs> than I probably should. Um, most of the girl groups, SWB, Escape, um, I was a fan of 
more East Coast rap because that's what my brother listened to. And he was five years older than me. So I just wanted to do what he did. Um, I really like Goody Mob and Outkast. Talk that you shit. Know, I know that's down south. Talk that shit. Um, gotta salute, um, gotta oh, salute Outkast. Gotta salute Goody Mob. That's, that's and that. I did. This is something I don't tell a lot of people, but I'm 40 years old and I have three children. I lost my virginity to um, UGK's Riding Dirty album. Oh. <laughs> you lost your virginity to that? Were you in a car? <laughs> No, I wasn't actually. Okay. <laughs> no, I wasn't in the car. Okay, she a rider, man. She was out here. But... I did, yeah. So that's the kind of stuff I listen to still today. You lost your virginity <laughs> to riding dirty. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever heard <laughs> this album, this project, go check it out. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. <laughs> This is what was going on. This is the music that was playing to the background of her first sexual experience. Oh my goodness. I like the thugs. What did I say? <laughs> oh man. Wow. Yeah. It's true. Well, that's that, man. That is that. That is that. You were big on thugs? I was. Absolutely. What what was the enticing thing about dating? I really think because I grew up in the church, right? And I went to homeschool. So I was sheltered. And not in a way like I wore long skirts down to my feet, even though if that's what you do, that's there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I just <clears throat> want to paint an accurate picture. My mom is a retired educator. And so she was just like, I could teach her as well as or better than many of the schools that are around. And so she had the the uh, capability of doing that and she didn't work so that's what we did so I lived in a bubble all of my friends went to my church um and all of that so when I moved to Kentucky when I was 13 I never saw people with like pagers who weren't doctors or professional people I never saw people with grills and I never could hear a car before I saw it you know what I'm saying so it's just like sensory overload. Um, and then I also like the fact that, I'm going to be honest, right? I'm going to be honest. Um, you don't have to wait till doughboys get paid <laughs> for whatever you want. <laughs> we don't got to wait that week or those two weeks for your check. Like you make money every day. This is a cash business. So that was a part of it because I was a, a spoiled young lady. Oh, man, um, they pay right away. What you need? It is. Like, give me an hour. <laughs> give me an hour, I got you. But no, and, and what too, honestly, though, aside from all of those uh, superficial things, a lot of thugs are very intelligent, right? Oh, you, you have, have to be. I don't think people get that part. You exactly. They are very intelligent. And I am what you would call, what they call a sapiosexual. Um, I've always been intrigued by the mind of others. That's why I'm studying sociology in school right now. It's not more of the mind, but the society, but whatever. Um, but they're very intelligent. Um, and a lot of them are very kind and chivalrous, at least back in my day. I don't know about the thugs now. Um, so there were there were other reasons outside of the flash um that drew me, that drew me to them. The ability to protect, to provide, <clears throat> to talk, to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to of people stay out of jail. They see they see this whole 
thug image and they think that it's all just about them being negative yeah for sure the negativity is what comes with it it's the things that make them that make them up the characteristics and traits that they were born with that um, right the biggest because a lot of them have leadership yeah. abilities like all of that quick thinkers witty um but yeah to make so it was- in that profession you can't be dumb right you have to be intuitive you have to be smart you have to be able to think very quickly it's a lot that goes with that and then on top of that you have to be ruthless yep to anybody that's listening i do not subscribe to being a thug or a gangster it is not the lifestyle that any young black male especially should try to live up to uh, you are committing genocide and homicide to your neighborhood family friends and again neighborhood you really are um, yeah stick to the things that make you who you are whether it's drawing uh, being a painter doing construction plumbing whatever it is whatever skill you have enhance it don't let it go to the wayside just to be a thug i understand that there are certain people who have no other way out mm. i get that but please if you do have a talent use it Use it, exercise it over and over again until you become a master at it. Because the prison population is waiting on you. Mm, mm, it's been sure. waiting on you for a very, very long time. It's actually it was set, set up, up to come you. and get you. Yeah, it was set up for you. Yeah. It's set up to come and get you. They have a school to prison pipeline just for you. Everything is set up for you to fail and end up there. They don't want you out here. You are cheap labor for them. And they would love to have that cheap labor to, to make shirts, print license plates, and do everything else for them for free. You are a marketable asset. All right. So cut the bullshit. Get, get, your, get your mind together out there, man. Get your mind together out there. Get your mind together. The reason I asked you about the music was because Aretha Franklin's uh, I guess, was it, can we call it a biography or autobiography? She had <clears> one coming out called Respect with Jennifer Hudson. Oh, the movie. Yeah, the movie. Did you watch the series? There's a series. Yeah. I did not know this. With the young lady who played Harriet. I can't think of her name right now. The young lady who plays who? Harriet. In the latest Harriet Tubman movie. I mean, it's been some years ago. I can't think of her name. I know nothing uh, of this. Are you serious? They're serious, man. It was in 2019. The young lady's name is... I don't know what her name is. Here, cast. Oh, Cynthia Erbo. Isn't her name? Erivo. Nope. I do not. You don't know? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And she can sing. That's probably not the best picture. Did you watch the movie? Obviously. What movie? Harriet. No, I don't even know what Harriet is, man. It came out in 2019. Oh, oh yeah. I wasn't, I was leery about it. Oh yeah, it's starting to all come back to me now. Sorry, everybody. I got a lot of I got a lot that's going through my mind sometimes. This out. is the movie. Oh wait. Yeah. She, I, yeah, no. Well, my point is she's a good actress. Okay. And she's also a singer. So there was, uh, I want to say it's on Hulu, maybe. There's a series about Aretha Franklin. I didn't um, know that. Yep, and I watched that. That was really good. What, what was the series on, Netflix or regular? TV? I want to say Hulu. It was Hulu, I believe. 
You might have to send me the link so I can catch so I can check that out though. It's very good. I want to check that out. I will. Because what was it called? It was very good. Um... Yeah, I didn't see the movie Harry. I saw it when I was in a the theater and they were and they were showing it and they were doing like the previews. I was looking at it and I was just going, ah, I don't know. I don't think that's going to be something I uh, put my attention and energy into. Was it good? I think so. Okay. Um, the The series is called Genius, and it is on Hulu. It's called what? Genius. Genius. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm about to check that out. National National Geographic actually uh, produced this. I'm about to check it out. I'm about to check it out. It's three seasons. It was really good. Three. Honestly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it came out in 2017. Now, I didn't know that part. Damn it, man. I'm going to have to look into this. Yeah. I think you would enjoy it for sure. Okay. Okay. I'm going to check it out. What else you got going on? Everything good? Um, Y'all seem to be kicking it. Hold on. Let me forget all that. Y'all seem to be kicking it and having fun down there too, man. (laughs) Oh, you like this. I ain't mad at it. I like this. I just wish I could get down there. You know, I just, I'm going to start making time for this stuff. I, I like it. I, I enjoy it. I'm like, damn, man, they be down here having fun and shit. I was in Murfreesboro to meet TJ um, last month. How was she? She's good. You know, I never met her in person. So you, sir, are now the last one of Shelby County shenanigans that I have not met in person. Um, but it's cool. Her house is nice. Cool area, bad. Like, me and my girls went to hang with her and her girls, her, our kids. Um, so it was real cool. It was really cool. No, she seems like a real cool person, man. Like, yeah. you're not going to get a lot of uh, bad energy or anything from her. Not she, at like, all. Like, she's in her spot. She knows what her spot is, and she, she's yeah. cool. She's good. Yeah, I we had a good time. Um, but, yeah, we be kicking it. I actually text, and I was like, it's been a minute. What's up? But then nobody texted me back yeah. but Arlene. I just, what I, so, it be go, so much going on. Like, I'll open up the thread, and I'll see it. And I'll be reading it, and then something else will catch my attention. I'm like, All right, cool, let me go. And I yeah. shoot off. So, well, I also have it on mute because sometimes they get chatty in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can't. And, yeah, I and it'll be about it'll be about nothing specific for me. Yeah. So I open up like, what the hell? What what did I miss? And then you got to scroll right. up to see if there's any context of anything. It's like, oh no, they just they just uh talking. Vitus. It be vitus. It be vitus. Violence. I didn't. I don't. I don't no know. vitus. Oh, Vitus. I'm like, damn, violence. Damn, man. Vitus will text the most random things that like sends us into a 30 message thread about this Keon one be thing. Doing that. Yes, this is this is true. This is very true. His yeah. art show was dope here. Keon? No, Vitus had one. He had one in Memphis? In Orange Mound, yeah. And uh, me and Brandy went together to see it. I took my kids. It was cool. <clears throat> but he's been, he, he's he's been one consistent person, man. Yeah, he's been for one sure. Consistent person. I love that shit. I love to see that. It's it's a beautiful thing to know that you know he's passionate about it and he wants to be able to teach the kids and elevate the kids yeah. along, along the way. It's a beautiful. Because I have thing. a daughter who's interested in art. Um, she's thinking, looking into art colleges to go to, and so he took his time, like, and talked to her about it. And you know, he wasn't like rushed. He wasn't annoyed by her questions. Like he was really talking to her about it, so that was cool. Yeah, he 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 wanted a more, one of the, <clears throat> the most 
solid people I have ever met in my life and known. Well, that's cool. I guess I should stop abusing him. Huh? I should stop abusing violence. You just never? I should stop abusing him. You've given oh. him, you rubber stamped it. So I guess I'll stop. Uh, he, got, he got an official, <laughs> official stamp. Like, he he do some wild shit. And I expect that from an artistic person. Like, he be <laughs> Of course, yes. Yeah. I expect that from him, but he he he's a solid guy. He's a solid guy. No, he's good. I'm his first wife. You did did you read about this whole show where they want to have? I, so I think it's a first and second. I don't know where you it's are. Third. In the it's third. I am first. Brandy is second. Arlene is third. Oh, so Arlene is okay. So when that was going on, I clicked that up. I was like, all right, this is too much for this. Sounds like a soap a soap opera that should be on TV. I ain't got no time. No, but that's what he was talking about having a reality show. With him I was like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, pimp. I don't need that. <clears throat> it's hard enough already to control, you know, and one situation. Two, yeah. you know, you know what you're doing. This but. may or may not have came from, you know, come from a drunken date night that we had at Marlon's house, you know. So. Ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. No telling. So then no, you, you there, I'm sure you've been around Marlon too, then. I mean, the last one we had the game night, the last time we were all together. That's the last time I saw him. We're members of the same church. I just don't go to it. Say what? We're members of the same church. I just don't go to it. Seventh day Adventist? Mm-hmm. In so, name, yeah. Can you explain that what that is? For those who don't I really know. hate when people ask me this question. Damn. <laughs> no, and I'm gonna tell you why though. You know. Um, honestly, right now, at this point in my life, I really just claim Christianity and not a denomination, not a religious affiliation, and not because of any negativity, not any external negativity, just some things, you know, when you grow and you learn and you research and you learn, you, you feel different ways about things than you used to. So I am a Christian. I do believe in the Sabbath, the seven days from the 24 hours from sunset Friday to sunset Saturday. But there are a lot of things in my denomination that I'm like, "Mm, I don't feel like they came from Christ and y'all can have it. Okay. Um, So really that's, that's one of the major differences. The, the fact that we go to church on Saturday and that we observe that 24 hour Sabbath, as opposed to other denominations. Most Seventh-day Adventists are vegetarian. Um, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Like they discourage jewelry, makeup, um, revealing clothing, um, things like that. Is that the same for like Jehovah Witnesses too? I mean, well, we can wear pants. I don't think Jehovah Witness women are supposed to wear pants, are they? I don't know, man. Like, I, I just hear different things. Like, um, we celebrate birthday. We celebrate holidays and birthdays and stuff. And I know for a fact that a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses don't do that because I've worked with a couple. And they were like, no, we're not doing the birthday pop-up. Why you want a plate, though? Because this plate came from the birthday pop-up. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think there are certain things that are good about religions and then there are certain things Agreed. that are bad about it. Um, Agreed. Some of the people that I've met growing up in this faith, I have known for years. I can call somebody 
almost anywhere, even outside of the United States and be like, I'm coming to town. Can I stay at your house? Or I'm coming to town. Can you provide a meal for my family or my group? Um, So there are definitely pluses to having grown up in this community. Um, But there are a lot of I'm in therapy about some stuff. <laughs> so, I said I'm in therapy about some stuff. Not that anything bad happened. You know what I'm saying? Not like there's things going on, sinister things at play. But sometimes indoctrination is just what it is, right? Like, no matter your reasoning, your motive for it, it's just what it is. Um, and I just feel like some of the things that I was taught weren't practical. And I should have been taught things that I wasn't. You get what I'm saying? You shouldn't have been taught things that were. I was I was taught things that weren't necessarily practical. And then I was not taught things that I should have been. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think that's for everybody. I think that's yeah. for everybody. I think that's for every person, living human being that's out there. Things that you might have been brought up on that had just been passed down. Yeah. But along yeah. the way, people have left out logic and, and sound information and things that actually matter in day-to-day life, uh, finance, yeah. or whatever it may be. But some stuff works in that bubble, right? But when you get outside of that bubble, you're like, oh, wait, people don't operate this way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So- yeah. And, I, and for me, that's one of the things I got. I took the time to kind of just fall back or just break away from it because it was just like, this is cool when you're around this, but the world doesn't yeah. necessarily operate like that. And even though we're not supposed to be what in the world or other world you still have Mm -hmm. to navigate through some of this stuff but along the way like you start again for me I'm a person that's going to ask questions and read books about everything that I can when I have the time so when I start asking questions and you can't answer them and you either get frustrated angry or condescending towards me about the information that I seek or have questions about that's mm-hmm. when I know that this is probably not a safe space for me no more. And to save yeah. you any harm, hurt, harm, or danger, I, I'll move out the way because I've been called the devil before in, in one of these conversations. So Really? Oh, yeah, man. Um, it gets ugly. It can get ugly. It, it, it can get ugly. And, and, and it was done at a, a Bible class or a Bible study or whatever <laughs> it was. So You can't um, be challenging me in front of my flock. What's wrong with you? I wasn't trying to. I was trying to shut the hell up. You know that questions are seen as challenges by those of Western This is correct. (laughs) However, I wasn't challenging. I was with a young lady who asked me to come to church Mm -hmm. and be a part of her church community. And I said, I would rather watch the basketball game on TV than go. And because I like this girl... You I can't believe you went, honestly. So, so the intuition <laughs> said, if you go, you have to shut up because you know it's going to happen. Mm. The other part was like, if you go, this is all going to come down. It's all yeah. going to come down. It's going to be your fault. So, me being me, I said, all right, well, let's make it a night. <laughs> Instead of staying home, watching the game and eating some decent food, I'll play along. I'll go. Cool. Let's do it. Let's go. And when it was time for questioning, I 
have questions here, but I answered them here. All right. Mm. In my own mind. And the guy would, the preacher, the reverend would say certain things and I would just shake my head like, aha, I agree. Aha. <laughs> I was taught that too. <laughs> Cheers, my man. You are correct. And it got to a point where he would start jabbing at me. Mm. And, or at least that's how I felt like it was yeah. being taken. And he started asking me questions and I would answer him. And he, one time he says, is there anything you want to ask me? I said, no, sir. I'm like, you got it. Like you're on top of everything. I'm here to, I'm here. I'm here to learn about the word of the Lord. Kept it like that, pimp. Right. And he comes back around and, and I, I, I'm agreeing. I'm shaking my head and everything. And he asked me something. I answered again. And she tapped my head, baby, you know, you're smart and all that, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> so I looked at, I was, and I looked at, I gave her that look like, you better, you better calm down. Cause I, I have the feeling he's about to fuck this up. And when he came back it's around again, he asked something. No, he asked me, did I have any questions? And I said, no. Nah. I said, no, sir. I said, so you came all the way out here with this beautiful young lady to just let me run a show? And I was like, man, it's your show. You do what you're supposed right. to do. Do what you're supposed to do, pimp. And he went right. He did it. Boom. He hit the button on me. He wow. hit the button. And after he asked a question, I answered it. And he said, all right. He said, all right, you've been paying attention. And I said, yes, sir, I'm paying attention. I said, what gave you that impression that I wasn't paying attention? Mm-hmm. And he was like, it seems like your mind was wandering off somewhere else. I was like, no, I'm paying attention. I'm just a, a visual person or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we go through, the, through that whole spiel. And then he cut. And I was like, all right, that's it. So he's like, do you have anything else you want to add? I was like, I have a question. And I asked the question. Proceeded by another question that he couldn't answer, and then another one, and then she started yeah. tapping me with her knee, like, like, like yeah. Stop. yeah. <laughs> and then sooner or later, I just got called the devil. I see the, I see the, the devil is in this place. It is, it is. Wow! And this so, is why people don't go to church. <laughs> so after that happened, when he said that, I said, "Isn't it a violation against God and your religion to condemn me?" Or to call me a devil, doesn't that make you one as well if you do that? And then that's when he went into the whole hum up a shum up a pop pop pipi de pop pip pipity. Did he call the deacon say it's fortune from the premises? <laughs> At that point, I was like, there it is. There it is. I recognize that. I, I recognize right. what it is. And when we got home, partially in the ride, I can't believe you did that. Like, I can't believe you took me. <laughs> Know who you're dealing with, for sure. For real. Absolutely. I can't believe you did that. You sounded so good and everything was going, and you just, just that one little, you couldn't just let that, I was like, he had been doing it. No, he had not. It was like, he had been doing it the entire time he was doing questioning, and he was asking, and he was questioning, and he was being inquisitive. He had been doing it every time he came around to me. Mm-hmm. And I was letting it slide. Oh, that's just your ego. You just conceded, and you think you know so much. I was like, no, it has nothing to do with that. I'm not conceited. I never walk around here with my chest poked out thinking I'm better than everybody else. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I do that because I read a book or two or three. And oh, you just wanted to prove a point. I didn't want to prove a point. He I was trying to be quiet. Said. 
He said what he said, and I had enough. Enough is enough. Enough you know? is enough. So I said what I said, and he didn't like it. And all of a sudden, I started getting condemned, and he started speaking in tongue. And I, when he did, I was like, you know, it's okay for you to just say that you don't have the answer instead of right. to rile up everybody else in the in a, in a uh, congregation. You don't have to do that. You can just say, hey, you know what? I don't have the information for you right now. Let me get back with you a later time. I mean, you're you're infuriating to argue with. I'm sure. I'm not. I'm not. I, I usually would let you have your. I usually let you have your space. Yeah, that's probably why. Because then you're you talking your to me in this calm tone, and no, I'm mad, and I need you to be upset. <laughs> but there's no reason to be upset if we're I mean, gonna I have agree. a conversation. But that's just a skill I have not mastered. So if we're gonna if we're gonna have a argument or a debate the best thing to do is just have a conversation but so let me ask you this question when men are making sense in an argument or a debate why do the facts not matter i don't agree with that i've seen that a lot of times on social media i'm not gonna say that this is not uh, sometimes true i have a huge problem with broad generalization. So when someone says women are, men are, black people are, white people are, I have an issue with that because there are some of us women who concede when you are correct, when men are correct. If you're correct, you're correct. And I don't want, I'm not, I don't like to argue, but there are times when a debate is um, necessary and it really only becomes a debate because I need you to understand where I'm coming from. I'm not trying to convince you that I'm right, but I need you to understand why I feel the way that I feel. But if people make sense, they make sense. With Men her make that sense. night when we argued, I made no sense. I made no sense. Me, I choose facts over feelings, logic right. over emotions, right? That's, That's my saying. Facts over feelings, logic over emotions. And she was being so emotionally tied to her church yeah. and her past yeah. and everything. And she was like, you don't get it. You don't get it. I was like, no, I totally get it. You have chosen your side already. This isn't about choosing sides. I was like, it is. Because you it just is. let me know yeah. that you're going to ride out with your religion and your pastor. She was like, but I still have something to do. And she just kept going. I was like, I get it. Like, I should just drop you off right here. I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. Like, you can leave me. Why are you so? And then that's when she told me, like, you, you're so irritated. I was like, I'm not being irritated. Like, I'm going along with what you're saying because. If I happen to speak more on what I know, it's only going to make it worse. You're right. right. And it's not going to make any sense to you. So as the argument proceeds, she's driving slower in the lane and she's supposed to. And so she pulls over and we have a whole conversation about it. And we end up sitting on the side of the road for like two hours having this discussion. But I'm going off of fact and like historical right. event and you're giving me. But I guess that to answer your question, that's why it would seem as though women don't concede when men present facts because we're having the same argument from different perspectives. I guess because that, I guess that's what it is. We're more emotional creatures, just by nature or nurture or whatever you want, whichever one you want to attribute it to. But when and you so even go ahead. Go ahead. Not even the saying that what you're not saying doesn't make sense, but when I'm wrapped up in my emotion, I really can't even hear what you're saying because I'm wrapped up in my emotion. Correct. Correct. 
and when she was saying you you didn't like you couldn't just dial it back and not say anything i said i did he was poke <clears throat> he was poking the bear yeah. oh you just think he was poking the bear because you wanted to poke out your chest and saw intelligence you wearing that you knew the bible i was like no that's not it that's never it he was poking the bear well what's the sign that he was poking the bear and i gave her the examples i was like that's poking that is not poking he was asking you questions it's poking when he starts to not just ask questions, but he starts to insinuate or right. do certain things or embellish the question based on me not saying anything or trying to rile me up. That's poking. That's poking. And she was like, well, I guess maybe he could have been, but you didn't have to submit to it. You didn't have to give in to it. It's like, I tried not to, but after so long, like, I'm only going to give you what you're asking for. Like, isn't that how this shit work? If you poke yeah. the bear long enough, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to wake him. You're going to wake a sleeping giant. Like, I gave him what he asked for. So now I'm a devil. You're riding in the car with the devil who can't speak in tongues and doesn't know the Bible, apparently. So you said something earlier when she when you said she said, why did you do whatever you did? And you're like, why would you take me there? Right. So I think a lot of times that is our issue in relationships. And when I'm talking about relationships, I don't mean just between males and females, because some people have in their head that when you say relationship, that's what you mean. Yeah, relationship with your friends, with your kids, with your parents, like whatever. <clears throat> Sometimes we we try to force people into a box or into what our perception of them is because we don't really have conversation with them. We don't really pay attention. And then we end up in situations that are less than desirable. But all that you needed to know was there if you paid attention or you had a conversation. I just thought that was really important what you said because this month, for um, my nonprofit, our conversations are with black men. So we have some black men that have uh, willingly agreed to come on and answer questions um, that the moms have about dating relationships, the differences between men and women. Because for me, I wanna increase and better the way that black men and black women communicate with each other. Um, and I know at, at this point, I'm not doing it on a grand scale, but if I can do it in just my little village of 12 people, you know what I'm saying? then those ripples make waves. And I just feel like that's so important. You said it, and then we heard it on Friday. A young lady was sharing with us the scenario she was going through with her guy. She's her boyfriend. And she was like, because I know who he is, and she kept on talking. And so when one of the guys answered, he said, but you answered it right there because you know who he is. So it's like, how, how do we know who someone is, right? And then still expect them to be something other than what they are. And you can't, like, I'm showing you. <laughs> you can't. I'm showing you, I'm a, I, I'm a panther. Leave me right. the fuck alone, and you're going to be all right. Right. Come over here with some bullshit. I will defend my territory. This is my territory. I've marked my territory, and I've told you what to say. When she got involved with me, we had that conversation about going to church, religion, and everything else like that. And I told her in the religion of Christianity, it tells you that you cannot be unequally yoked, right? And she looked at me like, I, she was like, you know, I was like, I come from a Christian household. I know what the, I know what it is. Right. I know a little bit about it. I know what it says. I read it a, a few times. We will be able to get along for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's going to, I told her you one day you're going to push. And, I, and I'm not going to push, but I'm just going to give you, I'm not going to push back, but I'm going to give you what you want. And once right. we get there, you're going to have to arrive at, at your own conclusion. Right. So that night was like, that. this is it. 
Like, yeah. this this is what this is what's gonna happen from this point on. You got to expect like something like this is gonna happen. Yeah. I don't I don't say nothing because I don't think there's nothing wrong with listening to church music or anything like that or inspirational or whatever music it is people listen to. I don't think there's anything wrong with you being yourself at all. But trying to force, not necessarily force, but asking me to in, take that in, yeah. knowing that I'm not, I'm going to receive it, but I'm also aware on another, on another level. And I have a wealth of knowledge or a plethora, I've read a plethora of books. It's going to just change the dynamic of what you think. And overall, her thing about it was I embarrassed her. I embarrassed her and her pastor. Like, oh, that's all you got out of this now that we've had yeah. this conversation is that I've just been embarrassing you. People don't like their belief systems challenged, and that's not a, that goes past religion. Like, you, how dare you come in here and challenge what I believe? People don't like but that. Yeah, David challenge. Wait, didn't David challenge God? Didn't Abraham and Isaac and Jacob? Didn't some of them challenge God as well? But this is the thing, though. We want that's that's their business. We don't want our stuff challenged. How dare you come challenge what I believe? But that's so, and then to the point of unequally yoked, I believe that applies to so much more than just where we stand on God and religion, right? Okay, um, I'll agree, I'll agree. Because now growing up, that's what I thought. It was just like, I can't date a man who don't go to church or I can't date a man who don't go to my church or I can't date a man who believes in God. But I had a pastor, re, you know, within the last 10 years, preach the sermon differently to me for the first time. And he was like, we shouldn't be unequally yoked um, financially uh, as it pertains to education, uh, morally, ethically, like all of that. And so we get so caught up on being worried about being unequally yoked spiritually that we forget about all these other factors. Absolutely. Absolutely. But all of that would, would soon surface at some point. Like you could just yeah. see it. Even after a week or two, of, I think we... She kind of like just didn't say nothing to me. She didn't talk to me for a while. And I reached out and I, you know, hey, what's going on? Like, you just, you ain't going to say nothing. Like, right. you, just, you ain't going to talk. And she said she was still fuming about what happened. She didn't like the way it went down. I was like, so you're still embarrassed. You think I embarrassed you then? And she said, that's part of it. I was like, well, call me and talk to me about it. And when she called me and talked to me about it, she said, that was one of the, I think she was still infuriated by the way things went. I think that's what it really was. You know, like she was upset and embarrassed by what what took place. But you have been forewarned. You have been forewarned. Um, we had had conversations leading up to that moment. That right. Said, so you knew my stance. You knew what I thought, yeah. how I felt. Yeah. Like you, you, yeah. you, you, you knew somewhere along the line, a question would be asked or I would have a question myself. Something was going to transpire or take place. And exchange what happened, and, and it will it will blow, blow it all up. So, since then, I haven't heard from her. Seriously. Yeah. Yep. And it's fine. Like I'm I'm okay of with course. that. Of course. Yeah, huh? but it's just I said no. Of course, it's fine. But just the way that we handle things as adults, as as alleged adults, just bothers me sometimes. Uh, uh her text message to me, I don't have it no more because it was in the other uh, one of the older iPhones. It goes something to the effect of, uh, I don't have no belief. Um, I don't have any belief in God. Therefore, I'm, I'm a heathen and I can't be. Um, what, what was, what, how does she term it? 
basically I can't be rescued. Like there's no, there's no, I can't be salvaged or whatever because of the way that I think and the way that I believe. Cause then that makes me feel like you have a belief in God. Cause if you do, you believe that everything is worth salvaging or has the possibility of salvage. I don't think they get that though, uh, Max. I don't think <laughs> they understand That's why I have an issue it. with religion at this point. Cause That's I'm what I'm saying. Like, there are good and bad things about it, right? Uh, it's not lining up. Yeah. I can't get jiggy with it. That's why I just, I tell people all the time, you can believe whatever it is you want to believe Correct. in. Just don't push anything on me or don't, don't be offensive. Yeah. Don't be physical. And don't be so easily offended. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I'm not offended. Like, I get it. Like, I, I believe you, you're you going to talk about what you're going to talk about. You're going to believe in what you believe. Correct. Because of what you're being told. But at the same time, you should do the knowledge for yourself. Right? Don't the Bible say something about that as well? Like, you should Study to show yourself approved. Yeah. So, bang, bang. So, you got, to, you got to do your own soul searching, your own research of this thing that you... uh that you value so much. It, it shouldn't just be based on what you hear and what you read. Like you should be digging deep into that stuff as well. So she basically- So what if I dig deep and I still feel the same way? Well, then that's just you. Congratulations. You are who you say you are. But I am who I say I am. And you still no, should I, be. And I, I only asked it because you said you believe it because of what you've been told. That's why I said that. But some people do go off of that, right? No, no, absolutely. I'm just saying, but what if there are those of us who have done- our research and so it did maybe didn't make me stop being a believer of christ but it did make me stop going to these people church <laughs> it's i don't necessarily think it's supposed to stop you from being a believer in christ but maybe you should just question your, your pastor or something like that maybe there are yeah. questions that you may want to ask it shouldn't necessarily take you away from yeah what it is that you believe in if anything no, it should just make you do more soul searching a lot of times i ask questions not because I don't have the answer, but a lot of times people have questions and they won't ask them. You know what I mean? But I'm the guy. Um, I have to ask these questions because I, I want to. I want answers, and people think that I know the answers myself all the time. But I'm asking because I want to know. If you got, yeah. if you're the teacher or the master teacher, you should be able to give me the answers. Yeah, yeah. But then when you don't have the answers, you shouldn't go out your way. Or not go out your way. You shouldn't take the time to insult me because you think that I'm insulting you or you think that you're better than me or you think that I'm up yeah. to something. I'm playing some game with you. To me, it wasn't even a game. It was just me asking questions. I was trying to be more aware um, of what was going on. And to a certain degree, you 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 ask for it. That's that what you wanted. And their you own got insecurities. It. And their own lack of knowledge. Um, the pastor I've had most recently. Um, he is that type of pastor, not confrontational, but I'll ask a question. He'd be like, sis, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, let's, let's find out. And he'll get back with me via text message or a phone call or whatever. Cause some, some stuff is just stuff that you've not thought about. It's not been a question for you. Right. So you just believe whatever it is you choose to believe. And that's enough for you. So okay. when somebody else asks you the question, you're like, oh, well, shoot, I don't really know. Let me find out. It's not always a challenge. No, it ain't. It ain't necessarily yeah. a challenge. But she bounced. She bounced out. I was like, damn. And then when she heathen, hit, huh? Heathen. Yeah, I'm a heathen, and I'm a something else. Um, some other stuff. I was like, dude, she real. So I don't even want to get into that whole message straight because because it's kind of like me bouncing this stuff right back at her. Like, what are you doing? What do you say? Why would you say that? It makes you look bad or whatever. But in the end, like, 
I guess like months and months later, she said, you know, I'm so glad that me and you didn't work because I'm uh me and this guy, we're about to get married or whatever it was. I was like, oh, congratulations. What was the purpose of you telling me that? I don't know. I didn't get nothing from that. I always need to understand. Why did you feel like I needed from that? that? But to tell a part of that story, it wasn't really over. And I hope that she and her guy, her guy were able to make amends for everything that they were going through. <laughs> Because she still stuck, she kept reaching out. <laughs> you are so funny to me. Say what? You are so funny to me. I'm a nice you guy. You say a lot of things without saying them. It's very clever. Yeah. She she reached out to me one day. Hey, um, I'm back in town, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I didn't even know that you left town. Yeah, such and such and such and such. We're, you know, we're getting along well or whatever. All right, cool. <laughs> as i found my nail <laughs> yeah yeah life is good though man you know it man. is I appreciate oh i was telling you about school you had asked me something but then we started talking about something else. i'm back in school did you know that i heard you say that earlier that you were doing sociology yes so i just finished my summer session on the 6th I what made you go back um right because i'm totally like anti-establishment in so many ways right i don't feel like you should have to have a degree a degree does not measure intellect capability blah 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 whatever i've I've always felt like this but i also have children i also work with a group of single moms right so i just kept feeling like led to go back uh-huh. Um, and then the way that it happened for me to get back in school, I'm like, okay, then I'm supposed to be back in school. I like school. I love to learn and all of that. So it's not like I don't want to go to school because I'm good at it. I just hate these measuring sticks we have for everything in this society. I really don't like that. Um, but I feel like I could benefit more people, not just myself, more people. If there are certain things that I learn in certain places that I'm able to put myself in because of certain things that I've learned, et cetera. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I'm back in school. I should graduate fall of 2022. Awesome. With awesome. The, Are there the any new events that you want to talk about that you got coming up? Um, oh, October 17th, we're having a fall festival. We call it the fall through. Um, and so it's going to be like a, we got a band. I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a band that I always go see on Bill Street, a bunch of young black guys, excuse me. And they have agreed to play for us. So it's going to be like a whole thing. We're going to have like school supplies for the kids, um, other nonprofits or entrepreneurs from the area, come do tables, whatever, have a section for games for the kids and stuff like that. Um, have some giveaways. You said so just October? A yep, October 17th. Awesome, awesome. So we're in the planning stages for that, but that's it. And it, that's the major thing. We're also working on getting our own space. Um, we have an office space and we appreciate it. It's great, um, but we need our own space. We're wanting a duplex so we can um, house moms on one side. Cause we've had moms come to us that need somewhere to stay temporarily. And so my best friend works for a hotel. So we've able to use those connections, but you know, they get expensive. Um, and if we have our own place, they can just stay there until their 
housing is ready to their secure housing or whatever. And then one side would serve as our office space. So we're looking into purchasing a duplex here in the near future. That's dope, um, man. I like that. Thank you. Have you have you been looking at places? I have. I have been looking at places. Have so you, you know, it's just a have little you narrowed more it down. No, well, because I'm still in the process. It's a little more complicated because of the the youth of our nonprofit. I would have to purchase it under my name and then be able to gift it over to the nonprofit. So it's a little more. Um, a little more to it than just I want to find a place I'm about to go get it. No, I totally get it because it is a yeah. not-for-profit, so you can't be putting things under the name of the building and blah 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 yeah. blah the business name. Yeah, so just trying to get all that figured out. Thugs yeah, involved, and you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> right? I don't know any anymore. Unfortunately, sometimes I'm like, okay, this I don't know, like this would have gotten done way Sure, you don't know anymore. I don't know that I know anymore. I don't. Honestly. Good. Um, yeah. But if I did, I would probably already have my building. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. You know it's true. People need to clean money all the time. <laughs> Don't say you better stop it. Better I'm not using it. it. My when they do when they audit us or me, we will be squeaky clean. It's none of that. I'm just saying. Slow down. People have already had it. You never know. You never know. And I will continue not to know. People snatch you up. <laughs> Wait, where you get that from? <laughs> I would have been snatched up long ago by some of the things I say. I don't so, know what you're talking about, but um of course you don't. He is innocent. Matthew is innocent of any wrongdoing. Oh, all right. We already know that. Listen, I'm a lame, the <laughs> lamest of the lamey lames, and oh, everybody okay. knows. Oh, do they? I'm okay. super lame. I'm a straight up lame. Everybody know that. All right. Everybody knows that I'm a lame. I have done nothing but work all my life. All my life. You had to work. I have had to work. And that is it. I don't do nothing else but work. Inspire, educate, uh, and mind my business. And every now and then okay. I have coitus. But, you know. That's just me and my life, you know. It's the day in the life of Elaine. The coitus was delayed, so I didn't catch it at first. Crazy. I copulate. You copulate on occasion? On occasion. I'm not going to talk about copulation today. Yes, indeed. Are we good now? I think so. Yeah? Do you feel like we're good? We didn't talk about uh, fighting midgets. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We had to do another episode. You can't call them. Okay. You got to call them small people, man. You can't be doing that. Survival. Well, you... <laughs> Is it? See, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know what to call orphans anymore. They don't like being called midgets. They like they, they prefer being called small people. Well, because they're small people, I feel like we can't fight them. Because they're just people, right? Fuck them up. I mean, yeah. Have you ever seen a midget stripper? Yes. I in have. person? In person. Yeah. I have. I used to be around. Well, I didn't used to be around. There's a guy I know. He's one of the most unusual, cool guys I ever met in life. I don't know where the hell he is. This is a guy that everything that you haven't done, he's, he's done. done it. <laughs> That's the stuff that he looks out 
in life to go do. And when he okay. would tell you these stories about the things and the places that he would go do, he'd be like, man, this, this got to be the most lying motherfucker I've ever met right. in my life. And he would be telling you the truth. Yeah. The entire time he would be telling you the truth. Yo, bro, I was at this place, these, these little bitches. And you're like, what? <laughs> That's awful. Come to find out, he is telling the truth the entire time. Like, this is what he does. I've seen him in the stripper before. Yeah, like he 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 prefers he prefers to do not be extravagant. What's the word? Just to live life at a at a higher at a higher exuberant. Yeah, at a higher vibration. He just lived life at a higher. I don't know what he's doing now. Now maybe he's settled down and he got a wife and kids and tigers or some shit like that. I don't know. But he just one of those guys that, you know, he did he want he didn't want to be regular. Like he always wanted to be doing yeah. something different. And when it, when I when I had the chance to hang around him and it was just us hanging out and not doing nothing crazy and wild. I just asked him, I was like, yo, what made you get into doing all these different type of crazy things? He said, it's not really crazy, is it? If you can see it and, and be a part of yeah. it, what makes it so crazy? It's just irregular to you because you've never done it. Yeah. He said, and I, sure. he said, I, I li- he said, I grew up in a household where, you know, you were taught to do things one way. He said, well, after I did that, I wasn't satisfied with life. So I chose to do things at a different at a different level at a higher clip or whatever and he said i've I've enjoyed my life since then yeah and he said his life has meant more to him since deciding to do things like that so and the people i'm sure he's met and the experiences that he's had even if it wasn't crazy you know what i'm saying just being in a place yeah they just living their life like him backpacking through south america or whatever it is he did like doing all these different things petting tigers and, and and doing all these crazy wild things like it's just him deciding that his life to fulfill his life, he had to do more than what he was taught to do. So yeah, that's what he for sure. That's what he decided to do. I like it. I do. I do too, man. And when I see, if I see him, I ain't gonna do nothing. I already know it's gonna be laughs and fun when I see him. Even yeah. if he was to be settled down now, it's gonna be like, yo, you did some crazy shit, bro. You know, like people are never gonna believe half the shit that you did because I didn't believe it. Right. I didn't believe it. And then, like, you hang out with him. This is the guy to take me to see um, small people strippers, you know? Is that the only fun thing you did with him? Crazy thing? Um, He's taken me to a couple uh, places that I, I I will not mention. Oh, that you can't talk about on, on air. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. People, names, and events will remain nameless to protect okay. them and myself. That's cool. I'm going to just call you. <laughs> huh? I said, that's cool. I'm going to just call you. Yeah. But um, ladies and gentlemen, I think we are done. Yeah. Today's guest, Max, a.k.a. Magilla, a.k.a. Margaret Cowan. I appreciate you for scheduling some time with me today. You are very welcome. It is indeed my pleasure. Absolutely. We will do this again soon. Um. Congratulations with you and your non for profit. Say the name of it, please. It's right here. I am my sister's keeper. Because it is a podcast, people may not actually see your chest in front of the camera. So it is called I Am My <laughs> Sister's Keeper. Is that dot com? Dot org. Dot org. Thank you for that because <laughs> I don't know if everyone will be able to 
your chest. Well, I just really want you to see our new Kente cloth design. That's really what I was showing. It's not Show the people again. It's, it's Kente cloth now. Oh, I, I didn't even know have that. the other one. I didn't know that. Yeah. I told you it's a glare from um the camera. Yeah. I like the design about the heart and the women and the hand. Marlon did this. Marlon did that? Yeah. He did that. Marlon's whack. Boo. It's horrible design. Horrible <laughs> since he you did. You already said you liked it, so you can't remember. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> you should have Vitus or somebody that can actually draw and do it. <laughs> I like it. And so do you, as you said it all. All right. I appreciate you for getting on here with me. Not a problem at all. Anytime, my brother. Peace, love, health, and success to everyone out there. Also, happiness. Happiness comes from the inside. You have to find it inside yourself and then let it flow to the outside. You have to exude it. No one can make you happy. You have to have happiness with yourself first because if you try to find it somewhere else, you will always be void of it. Yep, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Church of Matthew, and we are out of here. Tabernacle. (laughs) Exactly.